pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the biggest Black Friday deal of all. It is That Wrestling Podcast because we're free. That's why. Get it? So um, happy Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving. This is going to be a little bit different of an episode. We have no format, no notes. We're just going to kind of do what you did yesterday. You went to a potluck, except instead of canned cranberry sauce, which is better than the fruity cranberry sauce, this is all about pro wrestling. And as always, we start the show with What Are You Wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? I thought you were going to say, we're just like yesterday, we're going to put you to sleep. <laughs> That's probably better. Maybe that I should have said that. <laughs> All right. So every week we talk about what we are wearing. It's a wrestling podcast. Wrestling shirts are required. Um, I pulled something out this week that was, uh, it, it, it was offensive to some people. It was very funny to other people like me. And uh, it is the John Morrison America's Moist Wanted. Uh, sure. And, you know, it looks like a penis ejaculating. I, I mean, looking at it today, then it's like, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess that is kind of offensive. So uh, I don't know if this will uh, be worn out in public later today to the grocery store or if, um, you know, or shopping. But yeah, America's Moist wanted to John Morrison. Go ahead, Brian. Shout out to John Morrison. Uh, <laughs> how do you follow that? <laughs> so since we are talking Survivor Series, I pulled out my Mr. Perfect shirt. It's part of one of my favorite Survivor Series angles, which we'll get into later. Kevin? Yeah, I, uh, uh, Survivor Series was in New York. <laughs> Raw, Raw was in New York. Uh, I just was in New York, and I bought a $5 I Love New York shirt on the street. And I thought since today was going to be New York-related heavy, I kind of wanted to wear it, so. All right, and Joe. I'll allow it. it yeah. It's funny you said you thought it was going to be New York heavy when Jason already said there's no format for today, so what were you thinking? <laughs> uh, I went with the Survivor Series. I bought this shirt at Survivor Series 99, the original. Wow. Chris Jericho Y2J oh, shirt. I had that at one it time. Actually has the, what actually still has the uh, on the back the WWF.com advertisement. You could probably make a lot of money off that shirt, Joe. Yeah, you I don't want to sell it. Nope. Good. Keeping it for myself. Now, maybe you could sell your wife's Triple H jersey that you wore a couple weeks <laughs> That's back. Still then... mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you were wearing it doesn't make it yours, Joe. So Survivor Series was over the weekend. And uh, for me personally, I thought it was a really good card with the exception of the women's Survivor Series team match. That was the one that the crowd tried to hijack. I believe there's some CM Punk chants. Yep. I thought I heard AEW and they did the wave, which kind of is shitty because New York sucks. Is that shirt available on the street in New York, Kevin? Did you see a New York sucks shirt? No. Must have been all sold out. Must have, uh, yeah. Odd item. So what do you guys think of Survivor Series, Kevin? I thought, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Uh See, I don't, I don't mind the wave in the crowd. That, that's the one thing I don't mind. That just, it's, it's having fun, kind of. You know, you're in the moment, big show. Uh, but I thought, I thought the men's match was fun. I thought uh, 
Charlotte versus Becky. Brian, I'll let you get into uh, some attire that was worn. But uh, uh, I thought the match was really good. It kind of protected both as being heels, right? And, and Becky's trying so hard to be a heel. So the finish, I thought, you know, of, of her winning on the ropes with what Charlotte tried to do earlier in the match, I thought it worked great. Next night, Becky's on the, on the mic, you know, trying to just be, be such a heel. And, and it's not working, but she, they're not going to give up on that. Uh, I thought Biggie Roman uh, ended the way it truly should have with Roman winning. Very disappointed. The Rock didn't come out. I know I'm kind of just going through almost like every match, but overall for a pay-per-view, I thought it was, I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. I was pleasantly surprised for some reason. I I was just waiting to be uh, underwhelmed. I think over, over the whole, you know, course of the show, but I, I left with a good taste in my mouth. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, thanks for your review for the entire show. We'll talk to you next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky and Charlotte was awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely awesome. It delivered in every category and I'm surprised Kevin, you're letting Brian critique the outfits. Cause that's normally your thing. The only the reason why is because he had a really, really good tweet on it uh, of what Becky wore in relation to something else in like uh, I'll say pop history. You know, uh, yeah. WWE is part of the pop culture. Brian, well, what, what was that? Well, yeah, what's I, crazy is Brian, you don't even like the Marvel movies to know that's what Scarlet Witch inspired. Right, I did. I still don't know that, but I, I initially <laughs> I, I saw the the red outfit. And I thought of Britney Spears, oops, I did it again video. So that's what I did, like a side-by-side in the tweet. Um, hell of an outfit. Uh, I mean, both women looked fantastic. But Becky's, I was like, mama mia, Becky, okay. A lot of ass. A lot, a lot of, of ass. ass. Admittedly so. The match Brian was fantastic, became, though. What, Brian, what uh, Brian should have wore that America's Most Moist Wanted shirt <laughs> after uh, seeing that. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Uh, anyway, um, oh, no, that, <laughs> that match was great. Um, yeah, you, you can tell there's there's animosity there. I don't know if any of you guys saw the um, interviews after that they did on their social media or with Ariel Hawani. Um, Becky's in legit tears talking about like the video package of how they were friends and how they're not friends. And um, I, I thought that came across so well in the match of just the trash talking and the, the level of physicality that did it for me. That, that was great. And admittedly uh, my Steelers were on and I, I swear it was like, it was like just poorly timed, literally like every commercial break when I'd like un I'd mute the Steelers game, unmute survivor series it would be like in between a match. So it was like, I'm, I'm like they're getting like a promo for the shop.com and all this stuff. Lesson so learned. I, yeah, learned. it was, it was, uh, it was a mess, but I'm, I'm with you, Kev. I'm pissed that the rock didn't show up. Um, now I, I read later that he was in Europe and you can't be from Europe and, and come over here because of COVID restrictions and quarantines and all that. Mm. However, they should have done some sort of video, some sort of something on the Tron. I'm sorry. Uh, Sean Rossap had the greatest tweet of summer up this situation saying the guy. rock did more for TNA and like lockdown 2020 than he did for a survivor series for his 25th anniversary. If you guys don't know, he did a video induction for Ken Shamrock in the TNA hall of fame. They couldn't even get him to do that. They just ran the best of clips the whole time. That was a major, major disappointment for me. Well, they mentioned I loved, egg. 
I oh, love I know it. the egg. I was well, sucked in. I'm like, we'll, he's we'll, going to we'll be mad about we'll, the egg. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. I love the idiots on Twitter that were so bent out of shape because The Rock wasn't there. He was <laughs> never me. promised to be there. He was no. never advertised. But that's it was the, the celebrate, but, celebrating and, and him J- throughout the entire night. Go ahead, Joe. And look at it, Jason. You and I both said last week, we're not going to expect The Rock here. So we're just sitting back cool as a cucumber while these two are just so upset. The yeah. Rock wasn't there. The Rock like, they never said he was going to be. Well, what was the point then? It was to celebrate the 25th anniversary of his debut. That was Kidding. like, it was no one be there. Red Notice. No Let's one be yeah. honest. Right, he's got right. that Netflix money. He got that Netflix money. That's what Were that's you all. Oh, yeah. So, Batista didn't show up to the zombie match this summer when they were promoting his movie. Oh. <laughs> no, because they were promoting Batista's 15th anniversary of his debut <laughs> at Backlash or whatever, right? So this was oh. New York City where he made his debut 25 years on the card it that he made his debut on. Right. Same city though. On no. the same sh- no, the same not. show. Manhattan, Brooklyn. Oh, give. Is it still you know, New York? Pencil, you know, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh are the same town. Too, <laughs> Come <right>? on. <laughs> Five boroughs, brother. It's all the same same family, right? I'm sorry. Well, that's get, Kevin. Get, he loves New York. You know what? It's only a bridge. It. Only a bridge uh, <laughs> separation. True. I'm with Brian. All right. Here's, here's what I would have liked to have seen. You guys remember when Chris Jericho had the video in New Japan challenging Kenny Omega and the lights went out and everybody went, holy shit, there's Jericho. Give me the lights go out. Give me the rock on the fucking Tron saying, Roman, you ain't the head of the table. I'll see you down the road at Mania or something like that. And then, boom, I'm fine. But nothing was a big disappointment. So, Joe, we'll let you start with the egg. Oh, the (laughs) egg. You know, I was with the guys, too. I really enjoyed Survivor Series. I mean, we predicted everything that was going to We had a lot of right predictions, yeah. But you also can predict that the... Coyote's going to fall off the cliff. It doesn't mean you're not going to laugh at the road or on a cartoon. So it was like all good entertainment, except for the egg. The egg was stupid. It it was dumb. It was dumb, but it was there to promote Red Notice, which I still haven't watched yet. It was a lot better than the zombies. And it served a purpose the next night for, you know, Austin Theory. So I wasn't offended by it, but I thought it was like the Red Notice egg and the Pizza Hut Battle Royal were two <laughs> obvious money grabs. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't offended by either one of them. I enjoyed the entire Survivor Series from beginning to end. Even the women's uh, Survivor Series, wow. I, was, okay. I was digging. But then I got annoyed when Bianca beat four in a row. And I'm like, prove my point. They only care about four women in the women's division. Mm. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bianca. That's Did anybody it. catch... Graves comment about what could go wrong with an egg at Survivor Series. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was good. He had a great weekend. Graves had a great weekend as far as pay-per-view and TV. Uh, the egg stuff, though, it is what it is. You know, I, I you know, it was it was that that money grab. I read online that the when Vince came in in the limo, all those people were the next group to get uh, released. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor Dio Madden and. Uh, oh, I think Brian had the best line this weekend too when uh, Vince told them to go interview each superstar. Brian's like, Well, the way they keep firing people, this won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, uh, that'd, though, that'd be pretty hard, but not so much after a couple of the last couple of months. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be Austin Theory. 
I mean, I'm glad it was. I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really a fan of this yeah. guy. I think he's, you know, I love the the selfie thing. It's very similar to when Dolph Ziggler debuted, where he was yeah. introducing himself to everybody. But this, you know, he's got the selfie with Vince, and the Vince selfie was pretty funny because Vince had the egg. And that was, of course, yeah. uh, Monday Night on Raw, where something happened that I did not think I was going to get to see because I'm on the West Coast. Seth Rollins attacked by a fan. Yeah. Kevin, you've been our uh, investigative reporter, you know, our guy <laughs> in the streets. Yeah. What can you tell us about this whole situation? I thought you were actually going to say you you didn't or you weren't going to get the opportunity to see uh, Dana Brooke win the 24-7 championship. I know you're you're really high I'm on so, Dana Brooke. I, I, I enjoy Dana Brooke. I'm glad she uh, glad she got the gold. It, it, but Corey Graves saying it, she'll probably lose it by the end of the night. <laughs> he had a great weekend. He had a great weekend. The other line he had on that, he goes like, "I kind of feel like I had something to do with this." It's <laughs> like responsible for that. Like, I want to so... see Corey Graves and Pat McAfee as a team. Those oh two were playing well off each other. So good. So great. some people think McAfee and Graves might have a match in the future. Wow. Yeah, of course. I know Graves are very interested in uh, uh, what he's he's planting seeds of saying he's interested in getting back in the ring. So, hey, I mean, if Edge can come back, Daniel Bryan can come back, Brian Danielson. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah, I've, if they can come back from those injuries, perfect. Doctors do uh, wonderful things now. I know Graves from the in Pittsburgh Indies. He was Sterling James Keenan. He was awesome back then. So I can only imagine what he would be like now. Um, you know, with the WWE style and everything, go back and watch some of his stuff on in early NXT on Hulu, or uh, just search Sterling James Keenan. You know, there's a ton of videos on YouTube. But uh, back to the yeah. Seth Rollins attack. So, so it was. Uh, uh, I, I was a little bit behind uh, when, when Brian, you know, texted. I literally just saw it, and he's like, "Make sure you guys uh, uh, catch catch the end of the match because sometimes, you know." We're playing catch up. We fast forward sometimes. So it's like, I thankfully saw it as a blip. And then it, in it, uh, wildfire on social media. If you don't know what I'm talking about, 24 year old Eliza, Elijah, Eliza, uh, Spencer. Uh, yeah, I, I thought originally he jumped the barricade, but then there's an alternate video, which I sent, I sent to Brian earlier. Cause Jay, you said you didn't want to be, uh, a spoiled. I'll send it. Right after we record, you actually see him going out more towards the entrance ramp, running like I would clock it in. I don't know, 15, 20 miles an hour. <laughs> Dude looks like he's he's uh, going after uh, a running back. I mean, he's yeah. going full edge and like, you know, and then we see him like go down low and, and attack Rollins. Uh People are giving Rollins shade online because there's like, oh, he put him in a headlock. The dude definitely, I, I, I tried to find if he's kind of, um, how can I put it, uh, mentally challenged uh, right. because there's just something not extremely right. Because did you guys all see the video when he got released from, I, from jail? I, I saw like a text of it where he said like, he's calling Seth by his like his actual name. And Colby. Yeah. And he's like, he knows what he did. And, you know, he's talk. he talks a whole lot of nonsense. And yeah, I yeah, guess Kev, Kev, is there like a catfish situation? Is that kind of what they're saying? This is? Yeah. Yes. Joe, did, did you see the video when he came out of jail? I did. And it's, I felt like I wasted two minutes of my life watching it. 
yeah. to be honest with you. We're giving this guy way too much. We're giving him the attention that he wants. So like, Jay, you haven't seen it. I'll give you a little recap. He said he did it, you know, for the tribe. He did it. He, for the quoting, rock? He did. Yeah. No, he did. He said, I did it for Rikishi right after that. I did it for the rock. I did it for the tribe. I did it for the family. And he's like, yeah, he's like, Kobe, you know what you did, which then did unraveling the a lot more stuff. The dude got catfished in uh, like 2019. No. Uh, thinks he's communicating with Seth Rollins, ends up giving this guy money, oh. right? He sends this guy kind of uh, a bad check situation. This dude's girlfriend tries to cash it. Doesn't work. She gets arrested. So he's like, just just be watching your back. I'm going to come for you. So like, I guess he's been like plotting this, plotting it. Holy shit. There's there's video of him going in the people of his section, telling them what he's planning on doing before he actually does it. So it's totally premeditated. Premeditated. I'm going to read it from ESPN because it's a lot better than I can put my words together. According to ESPN, 24-year-old Elijah Spencer, uh, because he was arrested, arrested Monday night and charged with attempted assault and attempted violation of arts and cultural affairs, basically disrupting a live sporting event. Yeah. But then, yeah, he gets out of jail and instantly Instagram live. And he, and he gives that two minute weird thing and, and watch the video because it, it does show a lot of the text messages and like WhatsApp conversations that him, Elijah, and who he thinks is Seth Rollins. Now, the nerds of the world, I hope they can kind of uncover and see who is actually behind the curtain uh, that basically, you know. Him over. Wrestling Twitter will go, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll do the work. You know, I, um, to me, I didn't think it, they were going to show it on TV for the West Coast. And it was a solid hit. Oh, I mean, yeah. It was a yeah. solid, I mean, with the, with the runway that he had, of course. But it was interesting that Rollins didn't punch it. Like he, he got him, you know, in a, in like a jujitsu position. Yeah. So then, and then security could but nobody punched him. Nobody can like you would have thought that would have been. I mean, because when you jump the rail, you're part of the show. Yeah. And you're you're free game. I've learned that. And not because mm. I've jumped the rail or anything, but um, you know, it's I'm yeah. fascinated by the whole situation. Joe. Uh I I don't have a problem with him putting him inside the uh chokehold because he was trying to like basically knock him out without yeah. throwing a punch at I don't understand why Chavo is like saying like, "Oh, what's with this generation?" It's like Chavo, shut up. Right. Yeah, right. the Chavo Chavo tweet was a bit out of place. But. It was it was a bit out of place because like if it wasn't for security like tearing him off of him, uh, the dude would have been passed out. Yeah, because yeah. Seth did have him in a good uh, chokehold. So I was I didn't know about the catfish stuff because I didn't really. I, I think of it like with students who try to act up, they just want the attention. And that's the way I was thinking about this guy. I'm like, he just wanted the attention. This happens all the time, especially in Brooklyn. So let's just uh, be done with it. But I'm kind of glad Kevin did a little bit of a background <laughs> of it. So hopefully he does get what's coming to him uh, in terms of like, you know, good. Legally, 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 legally. Yeah. Legally, yes. <laughs> We're not promoting <laughs> violence against anybody. There, there no, was one the violence. There's one really funny thing at the end because, you know, Seth came out 
uh, go ringside during the championship match. And he comes <laughs> yeah. out and he's doing the whole like, ooh, you know, playing off it a little yeah. bit. Good sport. And, uh, uh, on a roll. Don't yeah. And, and I don't know what it is about Seth before we get off this topic. He was on a, he was on a, uh, uh, t- uh, radio show in 2019 telling a story about a woman who thought she was chatting with him. Not just once showed up on his doorstep twice. Wow. Wanting to see if it was really set first wow. time. Hey, I'm not chatting with you lady. Right. Yeah. Future a little bit down the road, a second time she does mm-hmm. it. So there's just something about, uh, uh, Mr. Seth Rollins there. The the other parts of this whole thing that I really like what, wow, this is pretty wild was one of the, the fan cam reviews where you see, first off, you see Michael PS Hayes standing there, like at the beginning of the entrance ramp, you know how, you know, cause he's got his big old fanny pack right there. <laughs> so, you know, old dude, dude, dude's going to be there. And then there's another one of like Becky, kind of like right behind him, like ready to come out. Like Becky's about to defend her man. So that was wild to me. And then how about, did you guys catch later on when Seth came out to watch the the main event of the night of Big E and and Austin Theory that he came out and he did one of these like, Looking to the crowd, like who else wants to come out here? Who um, else wants to come uh, out? I know Kevin's drinking. Are you drinking too? Because we literally just said that. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. My bad. Uh, what, are you wearing? what are you wearing? What are you wearing today? today? <laughs> wow. I mean, we are recording earlier than normal, but still. Wow. Lost me there. My bad. Oh man. Okay. So, um, I was too busy typing up a joke to Joe about the purge. So I think that's where I missed it. Joe can uh, validate that. Yeah. So, um, yes. you know, survivor series used to be on Thanksgiving. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, of course. And I don't know what I liked about it back then. They don't really do now. Of course it used to be just survivor series matches four, four or five, they pair up, you know, the good guys that were having feuds with the bad guys, and they would just make random teams. So I found a bunch of the, the uh, greatest Survivor Series teams, and, you know, there are some that make sense, like this one. The Rude Brute, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, and the Fabulous Rujos. All bad guys makes total sense. And then there's uh, – I'm going to see if you can tell me who does not belong on this team. Razor Ramon, Randy Savage, One Two Three Kid, and Marty Jannetty. Oh, <laughs> Marty! He wanted to belong. Uh, I mean, you know, my, there's another one here: um, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, and Brutus Beefcake. They were up against the Honky Tonk Man, Hercules, Danny Davis. Ron Bass and Harley Race. Now, um, I, I, I just I love these random teams. And then I, I have this one as my screensaver because it's such an amazing photo, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Andre, Rick Rude, One Man Gang, King Kong Bundy, and Butch Reed. Yeah, they were against really Hulk Hogan, a lot of meat, Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> appropriately for Thanksgiving. Well, and then the team they were against, if you, I'm going to say the names, but think yeah. about it. It's Hulk Hogan, yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow, Don Morocco, Paul Orndorff, and Ken Patera. Literally, Hulk 
fought all of those guys the year prior. <laughs> <laughs> it beat them, joined them, I guess. They <laughs> I mean, um, I'm, I'm looking at this list. The All-Americans, Lex Luger, the Steiner brothers, and The Undertaker. Yeah, I think Taker, like, <laughs> didn't he, like, reveal his coat to have an American flag? He did, he did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but back then, this was before he was all Blue Lives Matter Undertaker, you know? He oh, was still yeah. the dead man. Clearly. Yes. Still the dead man. And then that team went against the foreign fanatics. Ludwig Borga, oh the God. Quebecer, Crush, and Yokozuna. Unreal. Crush is uh, from, like, Hawaii. <laughs> Crush, Crush was a lot of things. I mean, yeah, he was Kona Crush oh, yeah. and he was Mad Evil Crush. Uh, the Hulkamaniacs, another one of my favorite teams ever. Hulk Hogan, Jake <laughs> Roberts, and Demolition. Um, quite the force from <laughs> there against the million dollar team, Ted DiBiase, Zeus, and the Powers of Pain. Oh, I almost wore a Powers of Pain t shirt today. I should have done oh. that. Um, and then another one of my favorites, the Warriors, Ultimate Warrior. Legion of Doom and the Texas Tornado. If you know a little bit about the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich, when he was in world class, he used to be, he was called the modern day warrior. <laughs> and he came out to run. <laughs> Joe, are you awake? You still yeah, with I'm us? Here. I'm still with us. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, looked like you were snoozing a bit there. No, I'm good. <laughs> so, while I just tripped a fan. <laughs> 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 so, so uh i know i just ran off a bunch of survivor series stuff from the team era i really wish oh. they would have had a tag team match instead of the battle royal they had this year but it was to celebrate the rock's 25th anniversary of his debut at survivor series so i'm sure brian hated that but i wish there was a tag team match last week i i ran off who the teams could have been but other survivor series memories we'll start with joe to make sure you're awake uh what i'm sorry <laughs> uh i'm gonna go, my only because i was like looking back at the notes and everything too uh, about the survivor series i went to was survivor series 1999 a lot of people hate that event but i was there and i loved it because there were so many like historic things that happened there number one sunday night heat austin got run over okay because uh, it was supposed to be the triple threat of Austin, Triple H, and The Rock. The Rock did show up for that event, unlike oh, the last good. Sunday when was nice he him. wasn't advertised. So why are you upset? <laughs> <laughs> also, that Survivor Series 2, we got the debut of our Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, in his first match. And we booed the crap out of him. Was that so, against Taz? No, it was against Meat. Another John appropriate Stasiak. Survivor Series. Meat. Uh, John Stadia. Meat. Yeah, it was against Meat. And he got on the mic and told us, how dare you boo your Olympic hero? And we just booed him even more. Uh, I remember the uh, Survivor Series car, like teams. I just went to do double check, so I wasn't sleeping. I wanted to make sure I was right. The first one, which was a very appropriate team, it was the Dudley Boys and the APA. Oh. That's a good team. Mm-hmm. Against which don't belong, The Godfather, D'Lo Brown in an Afro in 70s gear, dressed like a pimp, followed by The Headbangers. Oh, wow. That's also, a great team. Also dressed up <laughs> pimp in gear. 70s pimp gear. 
Oh, yes, wow. Uh, wow. The APA and the uh, Dudleys took care of them. That's and we had Al Snow and Mankind versus the New Age Outlaws. We had, uh, it was supposed to be Big Show with a bunch of jobbers. I don't remember because it doesn't matter. He beat them all up to face the big boss man, Viscera, and like Midian and destroyed all of them in a four on one match. And then Big Show comes out later to cover for Austin and then ends up winning the WWF championship. Also had. Chris Jericho in his first Intercontinental Championship match against China, and he lost. I remember that. The crowd mm-hmm. was pissed. We were booing like nonstop after that because it wasn't anything against China. We just all wanted Jericho to win. And basically, it was an event where everyone thought it was like two, like it was the end of Russo. So it still had his fingerprints on it. But I enjoyed it, I had a great time with the entire event. So that's my survivor series memory is the one that I actually went to. Joe's like Jericho lost. And all I got was a stinking Y2J t-shirt, which I still have, <laughs> which you still have cheers. <laughs> that's great. And uh, there was a huge, I remember my section, there was a huge chant going on in the main event. We were chanting who's getting screwed because it was <clears throat> 97 was Brett. The next year was the yeah. rock who did rock. show up at that one as well. And <laughs> we all were only 12 years. Yeah, I am. I've never been to a Survivor Series. I could have went to the one a couple of years ago when it was supposed to be Becky and Rhonda, and then it ended up being uh, Rhonda and Charlotte. But I was uh, a day before hip replacement surgery, so I was not really in the mood to uh, go to Survivor Series. Brian, have you been to a Survivor Series? No, sir. Uh, no, sir. But I, some of my other ones, favorite memories of that was another. Uh, Joe Louis Arena show, Joe, uh, 91, Taker over Hogan. And, and this was the time when I was yeah. Oh, yeah. getting to be done with Hogan, right? Like he, he had just won the title back from uh, Sergeant Slaughter and uh, I was starting to be over him. So I thought that was really cool. Flair slid the chair underneath Tombstone and, and uh, yeah, that Taker won the belt. And of course, everything flipped to uh, Tuesday in Texas pay-per-view like a, a week later. Um, but yeah, the reason I'm wearing the Mr. Perfect shirt, my like second favorite angle of all time, I think when we did the five count a while back was Mr. Perfect ended up being a sub. It was going to be a tag match. It was going to be the ultimate warrior and the macho man, Randy Savage, the ultimate maniacs and warrior, you know, like warrior does either. He was suspended or he got fired or he quit. You never know with him and perfect. They were, they were going to take on um, Flair and Razor Ramon and, and Perfect was with Bobby Heenan and he was Flair's executive consultant. And there's a whole episode of WWF primetime where Macho asked Perfect to be his partner. And you just got to look it up. I'm not going to go into every detail. A Perfect ends up coming out of retirement, joining Macho after almost two years off. And they ended up uh, taking it to Flair and Razor um, at the Survivor Series. Um, Montreal screw job. Nothing needs to be said on that, of course. Um, but uh, another one that was more recent was how about Sting's debut in 2014? That was one of those cool last, will it happen? Will it not never happen? We always wanted to see him. And it was part of the team Cena versus the team authority match where if the authority lost, they were going to be banished forever. Of course they were probably back the next week, but Sting showed up took care of business with Triple H. Dolph Ziggler won the match for Team Cena. Um, and that was just such a cool moment that Sting finally made his way to WWE. Because behind closed... Turned. 
What's that? Oh, a big show <laughs> turned. Yeah, big exactly. Show turned. Oh my Rare god! Thing that happened. Right. Well, what's gr- what's great is for years, me and Brian would be texting about wrestling, and I'm like, Sting's coming. It's yeah. gonna be Sting. <laughs> Every surprise was, it's gonna be Sting. It's gonna be Sting. And then I was finally justified <laughs> for years of uh, texting about Sting making his WWE. So are we gonna get years of Joan Jet text messages saying oh. is coming back. Just coming back. Oh my god, coming back. I don't give a damn about my reputation. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Any, uh, hey, maybe, did maybe you, yeah, I, I remember Brian mentioned the, the uh, Undertaker beating Hogan 91. I remember your, was, uh, your, your memories, was, not not Brian's. No, 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 but but I was, I was, it was, it was <laughs> one that still lasted because I remember we got the pay per view, and then, and at that point, you know, I was still pro Hogan, every, everything. I was only 10. Uh, uh, and I remember I was so bummed because Undertaker, you know, won. And how, how can you dare take the championship off Hulk? Uh, Shield uh, oh, uh, yeah. debuted uh, back in the day uh, a couple years ago. Well, actually, shit. When was that? Uh, 10 years ago now. Yeah, about 10 years ago. So Rock's 15-year uh, anniversary. I don't know if he showed up for that one either. Uh, but, um, yeah, of course, Mon- <laughs> Montreal screw job. That's that's. When I think of Survivor Series, that's the first thing that pops in my mind. Uh, not necessarily the best outcome, but there's just been a lot of uh, memorable uh, uh, matches, memorable uh, things that happened throughout the years. And I know we always say it when we were younger, you know, going to Mammoth Video or Blockbuster and not seeing all the Survivor Series, you know, growing up and you just see the the covers of the VHS tapes where you have like all the all the guys on one side or all the guys on the other side uh, going against each other. And that would be like, you know, ooh, I want to get this one because that matchup looks pretty cool. So um, were you guys into the NWA or WCW like Starcade? Because Starcade was their WrestleMania and that was a Thanksgiving night tradition for years. Um for me, I went to the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh for closed circuit TV for Starcade 86, Night of the Skywalkers. It was a scaffold match, the Road Warriors against the Midnight Express. And that's the one where Jim Cornette flung from underneath and then fell and broke both of his legs. Right. Um, I was big in NWA. I love the Four Horsemen. And, you know, while it wasn't, live you know it was on close circuit tv which was was super cool um any of you had it in this were you guys into wcw nwa starcade anything or was it just me starcade more when i was in high school yeah it was it was that was the big thing not growing 97 right yeah hogan sting the whole nwa story that was the one like i actually did order and, and everything with that yeah i thought um you know that was a great build obviously you know it was a year plus of sting just hanging out and uh, NWA NWO running rough shop. But if you're ever bored, go to Peacock and go to some of those early starcades, a flare for the gold, Ric Flair and Harley race and a steel cage. Uh, you know, the dusty roads, Magnum TAs, Nikita Koloffs. I mean, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson back when they were relevant, unlike they are now, like oh. go check out some early, early starcades. Now we had talked about, this show being a little bit of a, a potluck, you know, kind of just whatever. Uh, it's not going to be, it was, it's not the typical thing. Um, I really don't have much else because obviously we're recording this, um, you know, midweek instead of on Thursdays like we normally do. Um, anybody got anything else before we get into the dessert, which 
Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to say what the dessert is. Go ahead, Kevin. Okay, we're four guys. If we had to give ourself a Survivor Series team name, what do you think we would be called? That wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We did it. <laughs> Coming after you. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I wish we would have thought of that ahead of time. So, I know. Uh, curtain Damn. jerks. Oh, curtain. <laughs> the, the radical radios. <laughs> well you gotta have something cheesy because that's how all those you know the ultimate maniacs like all these goofy names right the rude rude pods and rods what (laughs) (laughs) new team who dis Uh, pods and rods submit your survivor series teammate for us at whatever our email is seriously take it away away, jason uh whatever um the dessert (laughs) the dessert for this uh episode the NFL picks. What happened last week? Are, are these nuts? By <laughs> <laughs> planners. These, these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Salty. Um, what I, did you do the NFL picks? I don't even. Yes. What? Oh, the picks. The picks. Yes. Uh, I think we're tied again. I think we're tied again. That's all right. <laughs> you like think? I said, we're not. We're not really super prepared. But no. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know Brett. Uh, Brett did gain a game because uh, well, <laughs> I don't remember what, what game. Oh, he had the Chargers, and and Harper oh, had God. the Steelers on Sunday night. So the other two picks, they had the same. They both had the Chiefs, Cowboys. Uh, or they both had the Cowboys. The Chiefs beat them. They both had the Bucks. They won on Monday night over the Giants. So they uh, are now currently tied. We are on week twelve, and the picks roll on. Uh, for another five more weeks. And, and uh, Kevin admitted over text that in a, a little pep talk with Brett the other day that Brett confessed, he again hopes that we end the season in a tie. And, uh, and Kevin, do you want to share what our, what our plan is? If there is a tie, we have a game plan for how we pay off the bet. So if, if it does come with the tie at the end, Brian and I will each not buy each other. We'll buy a community uh, six packs will have 12 total beers and we're just going to make a 12 beer flight. And, uh, maybe it'll be a special for, uh, that wrestling podcast, because after that, uh, I'll be you need to film Brian's that couch. shit. Mm-hmm. You need to film that shit. So Brian like at the end will be like, do you remember when Seth was going to the crowd? going? What, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe rock didn't show up in survivor. Oh my God. I don't care what they say. He was supposed to be there. I'm not, I wasn't listening. Joe fell asleep. Kevin doesn't have a wrestling shirt on. I don't care what he's saying. <laughs> and Jason doesn't have a format. So this one is a banner episode for sure. Off the rails, off the yeah. rails. Don't forget, pick up your uh, That Wrestling Podcast shirts at whatamaneuver.net. The uh, wrestling fan on your Christmas list will love them. Ah, hoodies, long sleeves, short sleeves, tanks that make you buff. Right, Kevin? Yes, that's the stuff. Whatamaneuver.net. Just search for That Wrestling Podcast. Everything else at That Wrestle Pod. I uh, hope you get all the TVs and video games and everything else you want at low, low prices this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully better prepared on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three.
three. That's it. <laughs>